everyone today. I finally got her. You know, I had to beg this lady. <laughs> and I mean, I told myself, I'm not begging anyone. But you know, I'm like, God sent me to Mantombi, she'll introduce herself. And you know how God introduces people to me? I would be like, God, who's my next guest? It happened with Zama. And I would see pictures of Zama. It happened with you. And God said, that one. Ah, and I'm like, Mantombi, can you be my guest? Eh, eh, eh. And then <laughs> God said, don't worry, she'll say yes. Hello, Mantombi. <laughs> No, we always trust, trust God's way. <laughs> it's always the best. <laughs> you know, you were like, eh, eh. I'm like, and then I can hear this thing going, you know, but she's the one you need to go to uh, because mm. you guys have been together. How long have we known each other? Not a long time, but we've known each other now. Five years? I was trying to think. It's, yeah, it is about guys. Uh, the first time, actually, I never got to meet you because uh, yeah. somebody was organizing something for you. But years later, I think the following year, actually, that's when we officially met. And we've never looked back since then. And it's been a very exciting and loving journey and nurturing and sisterly. You know, I've, I've, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed being in your space and in your presence. So. I'm quite honored to actually be invited to Phenomenal Women. <laughs> phenomenal Women. So, Mandomi, please introduce yourself. Who are you? Where do you come from? Uh, my name is Mandombi. I'm born and bred in Soweto, Emapeta. Um, oh, wow. I am a mother of two. And, yeah, I just love life. I love people. Um, I love serving, I love giving. So that's, in a nutshell, that is, that is me. Mantombi, I think uh, because you are a gifted woman who does phenomenal cakes, and I got your cake, uh, and I mentioned Augustine uh, Masilela Trene. She ordered a cake from you, and you delivered it. I've never seen such a beautiful cake. I'd seen it on Instagram, but not in life. And I thought people like me don't have cakes like that. No, I'm not just saying that. But I used to buy from pick and pay in Abu until I saw that cake. That can't be. Oh, shame. Oh, now, now, I can't do this. You know. <laughs> It's such a beautiful cake, and then I tasted it. I'm like, yeah, I died. I went to heaven. <laughs> you, were, you were oh begging. man, <laughs> when you were begging and you were hustling and working, you were hustling. Tell me about where the journey of, and I can't even say it's designer cakes. I, I can't, I can't explain it. Explain them. Yeah, the the Instagram cakes. They're top of the range. They're like BMW X5 cakes. Man. Let's not even run around. It's not Woolworths cakes. It's designer, beautiful designed cakes. When did you start baking? And when did you know it was your gift? Uh, we have a technical problem, but it's okay. We'll wait. We'll pray for God's people to do the thing here. <laughs> hey, Tiana. 
technology. <laughs> I would just pray. It works. It works. It works. Prayer works for everything. I'll tell you a story about that. But anyway, prayer works for everything. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've been baking for your from a very young age, but it was not at the level that I'm at right now. So, you know, I stayed with um, Umam Kuluami. So when I was born, uh, my mom, unfortunately, had to go back to work very, very quickly. I think within a space of three weeks after wow. my birth. Yeah. So um, my aunt, aunt Umam Kulu, then decided, no. Give me this child, I will raise her. So she was a lady who worked in my kitchen. That's what they used to call it back in the days. Yeah. So she was very gifted. She used to do everything for the, the family that she, she worked for. You know, the mm. basically the domestic work kind of vibe. But the cooking, cleaning, baking and everything else. And from the stories that she told me, the lady that she worked for loved hosting. Mm-hmm. So every month there would be. We back now. Okay. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So um, the the lady that she used to work for loved loved hosting. So there would be different people coming through. Sometimes it would be same people coming through, and obviously now you'd she'd have to switch up should switch up rather on recipes and bakings and desserts and everything else so she got to learn from that perspective and when I started growing up we then started experimenting at home with the recipes Mm -hmm. that she had learned over the years but at that time I never thought it would be something that I'm passionate about it was something that you know when, when you grow up in a household and people just love cooking it's like it's it's a family thing but yeah. I didn't know that at a later stage, the kitchen would actually become my best friend. Whoa. So years go by and I'm like, no, I need to start a business, you know. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I knew how to do was to cook and how to bake. <laughs> so <laughs> I started cooking. For friends and I would invite them over and I remember when one of my friends suggested no why don't you actually bake a cake for my son at the time bake a cake for my son for their birthday um the sponges is something else the day sorry I've missed you again hello yes yeah. Okay. You so started, the you, you started baking. Yes, I started baking for the first first time that I baked was actually for a a, a friend of mine for their son, uh, for their son's birthday. Um, I didn't have much of an issue with making the sponges because that was something that I've always uh, known, um, and I've always learned. Even the fillings was not something that I I struggled with. It was the decor of like the designer of the outside now that was becoming a challenge so that's when um i decided ah let me just upskill a bit and see how it goes this was around 2017 yeah. early 2017 
Um, I did it for quite some time and friends would ask, do this for me, do this for me. And eventually 2018, I decided, uh-uh, let me make this a, an official business. Mm-hmm. And I started making it a business. And it was only God, you know, um, that introduced me to people like yourselves. And it opened up so many, many doors for me. And honestly, I have never looked back and it's been the most fulfilling journey of my entire life. Yo, so can we go back? You were still working at a bank when I met you. And I think you were doing some hectic work, like fraud, investigations, or something, forensic. I used to look at you. I'm going, she bakes cakes, but she does this hardcore job. (laughs) Yeah. I could marry the two of you. Yes, I was I was at a very, very prominent bank, um, mm-hmm. Investic Bank, which is considered one of the top five banks in South Africa. And yeah, it's very known around the world, London, you name it. It's it's very well known. Um, and I was working there in the fraud department. So I, I did fraud investigations and disputes. And you know, you'd, you'd have to speak to, well, my job entailed basically speaking to in, international people because you're transacting, when you're using that card, you're transacting everywhere in the world. Yeah. So, yeah. So for me, um, the job was hectic, but I loved it. I loved it so much because it gave me so much exposure and it gave me so much knowledge, especially when it comes to the power that the card that is in people's um, purses actually holds. And I wish I could actually go and actually break it down, but for the lack of time, I won't. But it was it was such a, a blessed experience. Um, and even working for Investec, I worked for Investec for 15 years. Wow. Like I was still a baby when I started there. Um, wow. Sure. Mantomi, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm able to hear. So uh, you were working 15 years, and I remember uh, you had two children. Your little girl yep. was 13 at the time I met you. can't remember. Um, you my daughter, yeah, my, my, my boy, my son, my daughter was, uh, 12, 11 turning 12 when we met. Yes, and your son was my daughter's age. Uh, Definitely, yes. Six, six or six. <laughs> six and was working yeah, with my turning six that year. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you lived in Soweto, Mandom. You still yes. currently live in Soweto. And Correct. Soweto always been your home, you said, and you were you were raised by Mamkulu. Are you still next to family? Do you still live next to family? Is family still there? Um, minimal family. Um, because over the years, unfortunately, I've lost a couple of people. Um, mm-hmm. including my mother in 2013. Um, oh. literally just when my son had just turned six months. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, unfortunately, um. 
may her soul rest in peace indeed um but i've managed to you know you know in life is very funny um mm. there's people that um as much as my family is not close because most of them are based in in swaziland like my my oh. my my dad's part of the family <laughs> yes mm. So my dad is Swati and my mother is Ndebele from Whitbank. Mm. Okay. Um, so most of their, yeah, their families are scattered <laughs> on that side. So it's just a few of them that are, uh, that are around. But mm. I do make time um, to, to go and see them just, you know, to touch base, to see where they are and et cetera. But the people that surround me in the area that I live in, have now become family. They're no longer friends because I've known them for my entire life. I mean, I'm mm. 40 now. Um, so these people have been in my life for a very long time. And wow. yeah, it's it's been it's been a good journey, I must say, because good journey. Yeah. No, it's been a very, very good journey. It's been a very good journey, a good and blessed journey in, in actual fact that people that are considered friends have now become a part of our family. Wow. So in 2018, we meet 2019, you keep on baking for me and Amu, Amu's cakes, always taken from Pinterest and you'd be able to nail them. And then... Mm -hmm to COVID and go, no, I've decided to leave. Or is it after COVID 2021? I'm during COVID. You what? You said during COVID. And I'm thinking during COVID. Yeah, you said I I'm 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 going. I need to do this full time. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. I felt at that time you had a conviction and you felt committed, and there's something that was driving you that I could feel. And in my back of my mind, I was like, this lady has been called by God. I just had that thing. Do you oh, believe you were called by God to go full-time in your business? I do. I really do. Um, you know, when, when, I, when I left um, Investec, I remember we went into into um, lockdown in March. Mm. I think it was around just before month end of March. Mm. But we were already home or working from home by mid-March of 2020. Mm. So um, during that period, that's when a whole lot of, like we, I think the world in its entirety was still figuring out what is actually, Yep. So yeah. 2020 came with, with challenges, but um, in the midst of those challenges, I think that's when I started hearing the voice of God again. And mm. it, it wasn't the first time, you know, mm. um, me hearing the voice of God, but 2020, it came on strong. So we went on to lockdown in March. April mm. came May and June, beginning of June, 
I had a nervous breakdown. Wow. Um, and I think part of it had to do with the fact that now, whatever issues or problems that you would face at work, mm-hmm. that you would, when you leave the office, you leave them at the door. We're yeah. now in my home, you know? Um, and I remember the, the very day when I woke up in tears the yeah. whole day. I was in tears the whole day. It was so hard for me to move from my bedroom to the lounge to actually mm-hmm. go and work. Mm-hmm. And I think that morning we had, you know, those Zoom, the Zoom meetings, the famous Zoom meetings ah. that people always used to speak about. <laughs> Yeah, we had the Zoom meetings, and luckily we weren't um, like they, they they didn't pressure us to to be on video like most. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to see our faces; they just had to hear our voices. Yeah, I think I was one of those people who would be like, "No, everything good on my side," and I knew wow. deep down nothing was good. Wow, and. I think that that entire day, though I worked and I was in tears, that's when I started seeking God's face all over again. And I was asking him, God, what is happening with me? I'm not understanding. Am I depressed? Am I this? Like I I had so many questions. Mm -hmm. Um, I think two days later, I went to see the doctor because now I was also experiencing insomnia. Yeah. So I went to see. Yeah, I went to see the doctor, and the doctor obviously they will always say no. It, it is stress and depression and whatever else, and they gave me meds. Mm. I I came home. I couldn't take the medication mm. because something in me was telling me that if you if you start with this medication you will never be able to function without it ever again. So you have wow. to find a way, you have to find a way to cope with the situation without actually having to take the medication. Wow. 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 That's powerful, Mandombi. And, you know, uh, as you were saying, you said you heard God's voice and this was the second time. When was the first time you heard God's voice and what did God's what they do. Hey! Yes, I'm back! We should just <laughs> pray because I forgot to pray. You know, I usually pray at the beginning and I just need to give prayer because I haven't prayed. I haven't asked for the opening of this uh, podcast. So, I'm asking for Indlela. I'm asking for the path to be cleared and that we have this beautiful conversation. I pray that everything goes well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but it's fine. That's how life goes. So yes. I, I was asking you, you said uh, that you had had God's, you had God's voice and this was the second time. What, what was, when was the first time and what did you hear? The first time um, I was 12, 12 years old. And we had gone to our annual youth camp. So I used to attend um, International Assemblies of God. And every year in 
March, in September, in December, we always used to have youth camp. So I remember I went to, I think it was the the, the winter one that I went to. Yeah. So at first you go because the, the parents say you must go or your friends are going. Um, but this time I, I was excited to actually go. I, I remember I was the one who was saying to my parents, please pay for me. I want to go to this camp. Yeah. And little did I know that for the first time ever, I'd actually experienced the presence of God. And that's wow. the day that I, that was the, the year that I received Christ as my personal savior. Wow. And I remember running to the altar. You know, sometimes when I speak wow. about the story, it feels like it was yesterday. Um, yeah. And I remember running to the altar and they were singing a, 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 a Tswana song. And I think it 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 it, it there is a, an English version of it, uh, but the Tswana song says, "Simpiti wena yara deha, moloki waka." You think so? And God never passed me. So the version, yeah, yeah the English version of it, it's uh, pass me not, oh, 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 blessed Savior. Hear my humble cry. Oh, That's wow. the, the, the English version of it. And this I heard so that song. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. So I heard that song and it was as if, it was God himself or Jesus himself singing it to me, wow. you know, um, and I ran to the altar and I accepted Christ and my, as my savior. And I think over the years, because of things that happen in life, we grow up, there's certain things that we forget. And. Lost you. Okay. All right. So yes. So with 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 that, life and its challenges tend to take over our lives, mm. and I, I think it's 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 it. I won't say it's normal, but it's stuff that actually happens to to most individuals. Mm. We 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 take God and we put Him on the side, and then we focus on our children. We focus on our marriages if you're married. Or your relationship, you focus on your job and your career, etc. So those things now start taking preference over your relationship with 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 God. Yeah. So I think yeah. for a very good number of years, the nurturing of my spirit wasn't as strong as it was. Yeah. And then twenty twenty came, and I remember when when I. I had that nervous breakdown. I, I, I remember it, it was as if somebody was saying to me, um, it's my time now to actually put things back together the way that they should be. Yeah. yeah. Because if you, if, if, you, if you read the Bible, yeah. they'll yeah. tell you that church was actually in the homes. And that's how church started becoming. People were at home and they were having church at home. As much as, as we were looking at our pastors 
on TV or the internet, those who had, but we now started having church whilst we are at home. Mm. And it was, it was as if everything is being reset and we are starting all over again. Can I just, come, can I just come, come in there? I I also went through what I I don't know. Mine was called. They said uh, I had burnout, which sounds similar to what you had. Maybe it was never great. Where I I wasn't crying, but I just had bad mental fog. And I remember, like you, I heard God's voice saying everything will unfold and i think what i wanted to say when we say never break down or burn out i think that's when god is actually calling us to go stop i am here um come back to me and we don't take it in that way we go it's a mental health but i firmly believe after going through what i went through i was being called to hear the voice because I wasn't hearing in the noise. Do you think yeah. that's what happens? I, I I definitely think that is exactly what happened with me. Mm. Um exactly what you're saying, it is exactly it. And I think you you were right by saying that it was him saying stop. Mm. Um because everything else was was not being focused. It, it, I'll speak for me. I was not focusing on him wholeheartedly. I knew that I still loved him and I knew that I was still serving him. But, you know, when you have backup plans. Yeah. This doesn't happen, then this. Yeah. yeah that, that, that was the mode that I was operating in. Mm. And I think when I, I, with me, I kept on procrastinating the, the resignation. Mm. So in actual fact, it was supposed to have happened in April. And then I procrastinated and I'm like, no, let me give it another month or two. Or I'll give it until. And instead of things becoming better, they would be worse. So you, you, would, you would sleep and then tomorrow you wake up and it's worse than the, 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 the day before. Yes. And I remember yes. asking myself, okay, how how am I going to support these kids? What if they... Because worry became like the main thing. What if they get sick? Uh, am I willing to take my kids to public hospitals, etc.? Mm. And God reminded me of where my journey actually began, which was 15 years prior. When you were at so that altar... Sorry? When you were at that altar... Not, not even at the altar. When I was still working at another company before Investec. Okay. So before Investec, I, I worked for a communications company. And I then decided that I'm resigning. Didn't have a job, didn't have anything. I decided I'm resigning. I think this was 20, you know, no, 2000 and, 2005. 2000, yeah, going into 2006, I resigned. Oh. Little did I know that I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant with my daughter at that time. Sure. And sure. here I am sitting at home, no job, absolutely nothing. 
and I'm supposed to be going to Guinea visits and doing this, and and for some reason, God showed up for me. Yeah. He showed up and he showed off. <laughs> I remember I, I got a phone call um, from um, Emmanuel's used to be a recruiting company at that time. Yeah. I went to for an interview at Emmanuel's. Emmanuel's were like, nope, we like you. And I told them, guys, I'm pregnant. And they're like, really? Because I wasn't showing, like I wasn't showing much. Yeah. And I think at that time I was about five, five months or five and a half months. I'm like, I'm pregnant. And they're like, no, it's fine. We'll take you there. I went, I went for an interview at F&B Home Loans. Wow. Wow. And I believe already they had disclosed that this is the situation. This is where the, this person is. And this person is pregnant and, 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 and I remember I went on the interview. It was on a Friday and around 11, did my interview, finished, got back into the taxi because I wasn't driving at that time, got into the taxi, got home. By the time I got off at the stop, just close to my house, I received a phone call. I actually got the job. Yo. Yo. actually got the job and i was starting the following monday god is big god is great yes so he reminded me in 2020 that's what he, that's the story that he reminded me of that in 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 your your lowest point where you did not know how you were going to be able to support your child your first fruit i made a way yes I made a way. I, I brought in the provision. And I think now for me, scripture, when I read scripture, it becomes so literal. Yeah. Yeah. That when, when he says, I knew you in your mother's womb, before you were even in your mother's womb, it's, it becomes so literal to me that Norman, this, this guy called God, he really knew me. When he says, I predestined everything, it's him telling me, whatever that you are going through now, I, I, God, have already been there and I've already seen it. And trust me, you are going to go over this mountain that you are looking at. Yeah. And you are going to the other yeah. side. Sure, 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 sure. So for me, scripture has become so literal. It's become literally my daily life. You know, sometimes when we when we when we say the Lord's prayer, yes, the, the, the most simplest prayer ever. We 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 actually don't even. I, I don't think most of us actually have listened to the words. No. And when I started reading the Lord's prayer, and I the part that says, "Give us today our, our daily, daily bread." He doesn't say, "I'll give you bread for." two months it's every day the provision of god for me has become an everyday thing even when i'm sitting at home and i'm like yo i don't have five rand or ten rand to buy bread or whatever and i say to him god you gave me these kids you will see to finish how they get fed he brings them with seed who say, I need a cake. <laughs> Provision. Oh, my word. So that 
that's how my life has been throughout the journey between 2020 up until now, where I've been trusting God with every single thing in my life. Every single thing. With my kids going to school every single day, I pray and I say, God, you take care of them. Where they go, I'm not there. I'm not at school, especially my, my daughter because she's in high school now. Mm. So there's so many influences. And I and I, I tell God and I'm like, you, you've asked me to teach her certain values. Yes. And if she's about to go into trouble or get into trouble, remind her of those values. I must, I must, I must use those words because I've got a teen daughter and I sometimes think, oh my word, God, please help me from external influences because we have certain values here and others, iPad, social media, people from different homes. I must remember that, Mandombi, I must remember that. Yes, so you, 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 you always pray and you're like, Lord, I'm not there, but when are you are there, you are there, you will look after her, you will look after him, you know, so that's how my life has been and that's how my life is now, like it's, it's taken a, a 360 degree turn where I'm now dependent on God. My life is not fulfilled if I haven't had a word of prayer in the morning. It's like there's something missing. Do you understand now what I was saying to you, Kuti? Mantombi, me, I was given the word phenomenal women in 2018. But at that time, I brought fear and doubt in it. And I stopped because I thought no one was supporting me. But I didn't realize God had given me phenomenal women. And I remember Reverend Roxy was like, what happened to phenomenal women? And I was sitting there and I was thinking, why, how am I going to do this? And I heard phenomenal women podcast. And then Roxy, Reverend Roxy spoke and I, re I realized what God wanted me to do. Yeah. And, I, and I said to you, when I ask somebody and they say no, it means God says that's not the one. But right. yours, I remember Mary, you know Mary. I was like, Mary, God has asked me, Tomi must come on this podcast. She's, she's not sure. And I said to her, but she'll say yes this evening. That's the word from God, by the way. And you said, I don't, I was like, I, I could hear a very constant voice. Don't worry, she'll come. Don't worry, she'll come. Even today when you said, I may have some problems, the voice came, ah, it's going to be okay. That's what yeah. I heard all the time. And I also had God say to me, and I need to say this because it is time for you to shine. <laughs> it's time for oh. you to be known for who you are and your gifts. And I needed to give you that message. Yes. And I'm not a Bible reader. I'm just a spiritual wanderer and I hear words. But I heard that you're hiding. You, are, you need to show the world who you are. And I, I, I wondered why me, 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 nah, maybe your papa, but I just had those words. I was like, 
you have a gift you have a beautiful gift and i wanted you to know what i've heard so that's what yeah. i wanted to tell you oh man thank you so much <laughs> so tell me about ingaku and you said ingaku is your cake business and you've got a community npo npo what is that so i've got a non-profit uh, company called khatlo foundation yeah and what we do is we mentor young ladies um try and groom them and try assist them with navigating the challenges in life mm. and i think for me why it's become so important is because the community that i'm raising my own daughter in um there's been a lot of cycles that we that i've seen yeah so yeah. in a household um just just for an example um a, a lady who is probably my age had a daughter or had a child um in their teen years and then that child who who's who was born in in the mother's teens also has the chi a child in her teens and so it i started seeing the cycle and for me god was speaking to me about the cycles need to break yeah yeah and you 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 need to assist these young women in particular <coughs> and expose them to something that is different and when we started having or I started having conversations with them i realized that some of them because of the background that they come from they are so used and they are so stuck in just the surrounding which is the area that i live in in mabit mm. so that's all they know and every corner that you go to it's either kuplome abuputa mabemayo abaphuzayo or when they, if they say they're going out, they're going to a pub where they drink and they get exposed to all these funny things. And I remember God saying to me, when when you go deliver a cake, for instance, take one of them with you, so that they can see that there is an uh, another world outside of the area that they grow up in. Yeah. So that they can see which yeah. they can aspire or they can they can think beyond where they are coming from. So that's what I started doing. So some of them I would take them with me when I go and do because my 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 cake business is now expanded into into deco. Halala. So do wedding deco. Halala. Yeah. Halala. So so you so do wedding deco and cake. Do everything. So we are now becoming a one-stop shop basically. Okay. And um, so whenever I have an event, I will invite I will invite them and be like let's go. When uzo futama balloon, when uzo shamanisa ini, when you will put the plates, uzo uzo fagama forks and knives and whatever's on the table, etc. So with that, it even excites them because it's something that is different from them being exposed to insulin. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I, I I've I've had the 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 honor of. You know, taking care of young people, and hopefully, when they look at me, they 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 get inspired and they dream beyond what I have even accomplished. Because I I still believe that there's so much that God wants to do through me. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. Yeah. And 
with that, with with the foundation itself, we we've we've branched into other other ventures. Like um, we've partnered with a company called Chefs with Compassion. They are based in City Deep, so they they basically receive. Um, you know, stuff that is left over at the markets that didn't sell maybe for that day. So your vegetables, your fruits, etc. So we go and we collect them and then we distribute them amongst the, the, the people in, in, in our location who are at disadvantaged, disadvantaged and they don't have means of actually buying fresh food all the time. So I think God has actually opened up so many doors for me and he's still going to open up so many doors for me and though i was limiting myself including not being sure about the podcast but i do believe that he's going to do greater things for me i and for us i think you were limiting yourself, yourself and i i know that i always have to interview somebody to give me a message. So I got my message from you. That's how the podcast works. I always get a message through women from God. Something that I've been skewing on, the answer will come. The second thing is, I we it's like a symbiotic relationship. We need each other to survive and or to thrive not survive to be abandoned and to thrive and that's why god has put us all together and i'm grateful yep. you are here yep. i know you we said uh we're gonna do uh 45 minutes but it's so impossible to do 45 minutes i'm telling you um i've asked you more of these uh what do you think you've kind of touched on it your purpose maybe just Tell me, what is your purpose? Um, I think my my purpose, and I think this is something that I actually realized sometime last year, um, when when I was reading through the, the 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 Word of God, and one of the instructions that Jesus Christ always gives is, "Take care of my flock." Mm. Take care of take care of my flock. So I think my greatest purpose um, is to serve in whatever shape or form, whether it's me serving my clients, even though it's for financial gain, but the, the manner in which you do it, it will speak volume to the next person. When you do something uh, with dedication, when you do it with love, when you do it with passion, it differentiates you from the next person. Yeah. There's, there's even a scripture in the Bible that actually says, when you do something, you must do it heartily. So you must give it your all. Yes. You know, so with everything in my life, I give it my best. My Be it a conversation with my friends, I give it my best. Mandombi, I want to say something, and I think it's a lot of things that we as black women say, or as women, I don't want to say just black women, even if it's for financial gain, you deserve financial abundance. You deserve okay. it. It's not for you are baking with love. Money is love. 
And I don't care who says what. When you buy something, you are buying it for love. That's why when you go to somebody whose customer service is so bad, you go, the customer service is bad. No, it's because you've taken money from love and you are expecting to get an exchange, ex energetic exchange of love. You are doing your cakes with love. The money that comes is with love. And that's why I wanted to say, that's why I refuse to work with people who treat me badly because the money I get from them is not love. And I want to say, you do things with love. You earn with love. The money is love. I wanted to just say that. So Thank much you so much. That's so profound. Yeah? That's very profound. I never looked at it from that way, from that perspective. But yeah. what you've just said is is very profound. Money is love. It's it's a it's a it's a token of love. Yeah. It is it's when we chase money and we chase it for selfish, unsaving of God's needs that it it works at us like an untamed horse. But when we Correct. do things from the love of God, from the gift of God, from the purpose of God, and money is here to add value, to buy the house. It's not just money. It's a home. It's education. It's transportation. It's food. It's health. I just wanted to say that. And it's taken me a long time to understand that. So I just wanted to realize that you have, you deserve to earn the money. Because it is for love and it's for those kids you are taking around to show them what the world is like. Yes, yes. And I love that. Where can people get hold of you? I know you are on Instagram, uh, but you kind of like, you are an introvert and you hide. But now let's expose the world to your gift. I really think you are so gifted. Where can we get hold of you? Um, so I am on Instagram. Um, I'll give you my personal handle. It's Mandombi underscore royalty. Okay. And for and then via telephone. No, you don't um, give the telephone. I would love to give okay. the Ingaku project. Where can we find the that's the cake business in Ngaku and then the yes. the NPO, where can we get the, the NPO? It's Kato, it's just Kato Foundation. And how do you spell that? K-G-A-T-L-O Foundation. Where do we That's actually my kids' names? That's that's <laughs> That's derived from my kids' names. Wow. Wow. What <laughs> where is there a website for Kato? Um, where people can donate, where people can come and see. Um, so the website is currently under construction, so we still just have a, a Facebook and um, uh, Instagram uh, profile. So is it still under Mantombi royalty, or is it under? No, so Kato has has its own has its own page on Instagram and Facebook. Correct. Okay. I will get the proper details so that I can put them in the Instagram and our page and my LinkedIn page so that people can know where to get hold of you. Awesome. Yo, Mandombi, we have managed to actually do the 26 minutes very well. Can you, can you just, can we just say bless you, God, thank you for allowing us to finish this podcast 
Now I need to figure out the technical bits of put a threading it together, but I know God will answer this one, so I am not even gonna stress about it. Yo, <laughs> this Mandombi just gave it to us and uh, the blessings, and she has been heeding God's call since she was young. And she has realized that when she hears God's call, everything succeeds and everything is working for her. I'm so blessed to have known this woman. And I'm so blessed. Thank you, uh, Augustine, for introducing me to this amazing lady. She, she's always doing my cakes. Uh, even Amu has already ordered her cake. Uh, we just need to go to Pinterest now and give you the another difficult cake. <laughs> but I love Mandombi. I love you for who you are. Mandombi, you are a beautiful, phenomenal woman. And I love your story. And I love your story of resilience, knowing that God is with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so blessed to have heard your story. And thank you for sharing it with me. It's only a pleasure. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening and thank you for gracing us with your presence. Oh, thank you so much. It was such an honor, Osmosiri, and have a great evening too. Okay. Bye.